What's good, everybody? Welcome to another episode of RMP Podcast, giving you opinions on topics you've never asked for. I'm your host, Plax. I'm here with my co-host, Rick. Rick, how you doing today, man? Uh, you know, uh, it feels like a, a usual day, you know, now that we're recording episodes. It, is it? Is it usual? You know, we got uh, something a little different going do we, on today? Do we? Uh, uh, extra special guest? Uh, hey, who, who is it? <laughs> you tell me, Steve. None other than... <laughs> Stupid. Incense. Everybody give a run. In front of a live studio audience, by the way. But before we get started, we're going to have a quick. I'd like to give a huge shout out to Divine the Rapper for helping to talk today. That's going to catch me. Here we go. Give a huge shout out to Divine the Rapper. So, Incense, first off, thank you for coming. Thank, thank you, so you for much having for me. I'm excited. How you doing today? Okay. I'm great. I'm great. Okay, so we only got a few questions for you. We don't got a lot, but we want you to like just get in depth with us. Like, let us know. Like, get, we got a little controversy up there too. <laughs> so, <if> you, <laughs> I, I definitely want to hear your opinion on that. We talked a little bit about that, but we'll get to that at the end. More. First, we like to talk about your project you dropped. Was it like late last year or earlier this year? It was earlier this year. Earlier this year. Yeah, you sent me a link to that one. Yeah. I believe really, when you was having me go through people. Local, oh yeah, local yeah. artists. Uh, watch out, listen to episode six that I heard. Where you like, shouted out everybody. Yeah, pretty everybody much. Everybody in the world. Uh, to the ones we once loved. So, to me, it was a beautiful project. It was a beautiful project. Thank it you. definitely, the title definitely matched the songs. But what was your inspiration to create that project? So that project was actually like songs that I had been working on for like a while. Like mm-hmm. it took me maybe like two, three years to even get all these out. Um, I was performing them and like doing them in shows, but none of them were actually like on platforms. Mm-hmm. But um, while I was making those songs, I just like they're not even really my scenarios. Mm-hmm. That's okay. the kicker. There. Okay, okay, they're not really my scenarios. They're literally just stuff like that would come to my head, and like I would be like, "Oh, like that would sound good at a song." And mm-hmm. they all just kind of like were love songs, and so I was just like, "Oh, like to the ones we once loved," because like, mm-hmm. I wanted it to kind of be something where everyone could relate to it. Okay, okay, okay. So, so basically, you just was just going through different scenarios in your head, and that's what came up. Basically, okay. yeah. That's good. Uh, do you find that like? Uh, I guess I, I feel like people really connect that with like uh, I guess more like R&B singers or like I guess more like soulful singers mm-hmm. in general like do you find that making personal scenarios are the way to go and make a song do you feel like you know if, if you think you can you can do it on a scenario you never went through or, or not a specific scenario then right. you, you can still make like good content um I feel like personal scenarios can get messy mm-hmm. um <clears throat> and I also like to kind of change it up a little bit. Like, obviously, some of them might be personal. Some parts in the song might be personal. But I don't like having my business out there. And so <laughs> I don't like, I'm not trying to be the next Taylor Swift out here. Oh, my God. Song, uh, every single ex I've broken. Taylor Swift is not playing. But no, like, seriously. And it's like, so I was just, I just, um, you know, I speak. I know a lot of women. We talk about relationships and different things, and it's just you know movies. And so you're like, all right, bet. Like I kind of got some, some empathy so, here. <laughs> so you just you just experience maybe not personal, but just different experiences you've been through to create the project. Yeah, basically. Okay. Yeah, I was I was wondering because like usually with like. I guess with songs like that, I usually just assume that the it's person about is talking. Yeah. yeah, I never. I'm just, not gonna lie. I thought that's what I thought too. I thought it was like <laughs> yeah, yeah. personal experiences. Oh no, we're not giving you all my business. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> I love my fans. But yeah, y'all can, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> so um, one of the songs on there, "Talk to Me," was basically a remix to a song that you, one of your only songs that you dropped mm-hmm. on SoundCloud. Yeah. So how did that go about? Like, how did the did you? I understand people like Talk To Me and yeah. they're pretty good on SoundCloud. Yeah. Is that the reason why you remixed it and put it on? So the reason why I mixed it, remixed it was because originally the beat for it was not something I owned. So I wanted mm-hmm. to be able to post it everywhere and not uh, get copyrighted and mm-hmm. go to jail. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. No. <laughs> like a motherfucker. Right? like a motherfucker out here. Right. But, and I was like, and I don't got money for that, so I'm definitely going to jail. Right. But anyways. <laughs> but no, I mean, so I, I was like, okay, but like, so we had the beat, and I was like, okay, bet, like, I'm just going to record over this one, and it honestly sounded better. I was like, oh, like, 
bet this was how mm -hmm. it was supposed to be. Because mm -hmm. um, the original beat, it was like, I found that beat on a limb. Like, I wrote the song, because I write songs without beats. Mm -hmm. um, I wrote the song, and then I was on YouTube, and I was like, fuck, I gotta find a beat. Like, I wanna perform mm -hmm. it tonight, mm -hmm. and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, I was in a study hall in high school, and I was like, <laughs> oh, shit. This is the beat. I was like, this is it. Like, it, it matches perfectly. And then, like I said, it wasn't mine, so I switched the beat, and that's where the remix okay. came in. Okay. Own your beats, kids. Own your beats. We Own tell you beats. this all the time. Own your beats. We're not even a music beats. podcast. Yeah. But <laughs> we talk about it, but like, own your beats. Yeah, Hell yeah. Own your beats. Um, who did you have uh, produce the project? You said you 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 purchased your beats this time. Yeah. So who did you have work on the project? Um, so I had two different producers on it. I had Maro on there. And then I also had Air King on there. Um, Air boy, King was boy. who produced uh, Talk To Me, actually. Okay. Okay. So, do you, I don't know if you want to leak it, but do you have any other music on the way, or are you just chilling, taking a break? So, recently, I've written maybe one song, but lately I've been, like, kind of veering away from music. Um, okay. I still like it, and I still like to sing, and I still like performing. Um... It's just, I'm not inspired, and I don't do this for money, and I'm not doing this for, like, fame and popularity, mm -hmm. so when it comes to me, it comes to me, so I'm sorry, y'all, but it might be a while before another project comes oh, out, no. but... <laughs> one tear goes down. One tear goes down, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, but I definitely respect that. You you go where your heart takes you. Yeah, it's like forcing That's really understandable. Hell and yeah. if you force it, it might not be as good as you want. Right, and I, like, I... I feel like things, um, when it comes down to music, it should be based off of a little bit of experience, mm -hmm. um, but also like just knowing things. And mm -hmm. right now I'm in the process of knowing things. Mm -hmm. um, so once I'm I know the things that I want to know, I will share them through music. Because mm -hmm. I don't want to make another love album. It's okay. just not really my thing right now. You okay. want to just, you want to create something that means something. Yeah. Not love that it. love doesn't mean, but... <laughs> I'm a love bird doctor. Gotcha. <laughs> so you take a little break from music, but as as most people should know, business ventures. You yeah. got a lot of those. Yeah. So the first thing I want to talk about is your jewelry business. Yeah. Um, so the jewelry business was it was kind of out the blue. I was in college in Florida and I was like, ooh, like I could totally wrap crystals and mm. I was like, I love crystals and I've been connected to crystals since I was little as hell like I was tiny when my mom was showing me crystals and showing me their energies and teaching me how to charge them and so I was okay. like ooh like I could I could wrap them and give them to people and I recently had or I had encountered um being with a person who was very like had ill intentions when they gave people wrapped crystals and so I was like you know at the end of the day I don't want to be that person like I want to be able to give something to someone with the best intentions possible. Right. Um, because in the spirituality community, unfortunately, people are just not in it for the right reasons. Oh. So I want to be in it for the right reasons. But don't, in situations like that, like I, I'm not the most spiritual motherfucker. Like, <laughs> I do know a little something, something. Don't they usually come back and bite you in the ass? It does, it does, because karma's, you know, a bitch. Karma's like a bitch. Yeah. Karma's a bitch, but it's like at the end of the day, it's like what you produce out into the world was gonna is what come, is gonna come back on you. Right, right. Um, and so at the end of the day, when you're doing things for money and for money's sake, it's it's gonna come back on you, and no one, I don't know how it's gonna come back on you, but it will. But it comes it's back. Just, right, right. It's not good. You should just do it with the best intentions. Do you think that's? Do you think that's? tainting the spiritual community a little bit or do you think definitely okay. yeah i definitely think so i feel like spirituality kind of got because of tiktok sorry for all my tiktok <laughs> lovers out there i love tiktok too um tiktok is for comedy hell yeah <laughs> but it's just it's like, you can learn some things on there i'm not gonna lie like i've learned a couple of things when it comes down to like spirituality but mm -hmm. uh because of tiktok it's been kind of like served on a silver platter now like it's like, yo, I can go to Hot Topic and buy, yeah. and buy crystals and sage. And so, like, for people who go to mytholo like mythological stores and, you know, are promoting these businesses and helping these businesses, it's like, damn, bro, like, shit. And, like, yeah. actually does this thing because he likes it and not because it's a, it's a marketing. Right, a marketing scheme. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. 
it's, it's you know it's highly trendable right now and it's right. just right <laughs> and I, I see that too it seems like a like a couple years ago is people were like oh that's weird shit yeah. and then now it seems like it's a surplus of people that's yeah. spiritual all of a sudden yeah it's not yeah. nothing wrong with it but like you said if you're doing it for the wrong reasons or doing it to be cool right. then you might as well just stop there's definitely been a resurge in the last couple years yeah yeah that's yeah, for, yeah. Stuff, for stuff like that cause I remember when we was in high school like people that like were in that type of thing you'd be like oh like you get a little weird look yeah. and then we become adults and now everybody thinks it's cool and I'm like I remember you used to talk shit about people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's funny though but because okay. it's like, I feel like recently it's been it's been more scientifically proven. Mm, uh, mm. Mindfulness has been scientifically proven to work for people. Manifesting um, and stuff. Manifesting like in the metaphysics of that mm. and you know it's just science is now starting to get a little bit more uh, detailed. So things where we're saying like you know everything is vibrating, everything is energy, everything is moving, mm -hmm. that's becoming proven by science. Yeah. And so when people are, can prove things by science, it makes them feel a little better. Like when I was coming out of college, they were starting to put courses in for like uh, psychology, but it was like mindfulness psychology. Okay. And it was like, oh, like damn, like this is really becoming the move. And it's like it's beautiful, but. It's beautiful when you put the work in and you actually go through the steps of mm -hmm. it and you actually go through the journey of it and you're not just hopping on things because someone said, oh, go buy Moldavite, oh, go buy this, oh, go buy that. It's it, When it's based off of money, it becomes it becomes tainted. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. So, so seeing that, that schools are implementing spirituality a little bit more into the curriculums, is that do you think that's the good part of it becoming more mainstream or do you think would you rather it just be the way it was before so personally i haven't been in any classes that you know involve spirituality in that way mm -hmm. um or at least refer to it um but i would say i as long as it's proper knowledge going out okay. and they are these professors are you know going in and saying okay like we're gonna recognize where these things came from. Mm -hmm. Let's recognize that Native Americans brought this here, African people brought this here, Spanish-speaking people brought this here. So, you know, at the end of the day, as long as you're paying homage to who these originally came from, mm -hmm. uh, I feel like you can still give really good knowledge that way. But once it becomes a uh, better, for better lack of word, whitewashed, and yeah. it becomes mm -hmm. very European-based, Sorry to say it, but it's just wrong. Um, you're taking a culture and you're appropriating it to make money off of it. Mm -hmm. And that can even be in a college setting. Um, but I would say what I do respect is the idea of people going into mindfulness a little bit more. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think that that's culturally based. I feel like that's everyone. Everyone, everyone can be mindful. Be mindful right. um, but it's, it's starting, I think it's beautiful because in college you're learning from, you know, as you're developing that, Hey, I don't have to be on a go 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 basis. Mm -hmm. I can I can take a moment to really be in my element and actually feel what's around me right, uh, right, because right. that's proven to be healthy for right. the human body. Okay. Okay, that was that was dope. Thank you. So, <laughs> that was, that was dope. so we were talking about your jewelry though. We yeah, yeah. We, we do that a lot though. We go on. We go yeah, yeah we're and we do, I like <laughs> usually hold it down on. It's 50-50, I'd say. <laughs> but, so, with your jewelry business, though. Yeah. Um, what's your what's your goals and what's the stuff that you're trying to do and what's the stuff you're trying to accomplish with that? Yeah, so, so with the jewelry, um, I do uh, oracle readings. I don't like calling them tarot readings because I do use tarot, but I'm a more oracle-based reader. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think I know what all <laughs> um, So, just to give a brief, like, What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> explanation so Oracle is more based on I'm here to help you through the problems that you already know are there I'm here to help you through the things that you already know is happening in your life um, I'm here to give you advice tarot is more I would feel like I would say I the predictions and the being mm -hmm. able to be like oh like this is gonna happen and this is uh, how you should deal with it okay. um, Oracle can kind of do that and I can kind of get those messages out there but I, it, we're, I think I help a lot better when I'm able to just like talk to a person about mm -hmm. what they're going through. And I'm able to pull cards on like what's the best way to handle specific situations. Mm -hmm. um, but brief explanation. But mm -hmm. for the jewelry aspect of it, what I would let, what my goal is here is...
about the readings that I give. Oh, um, okay. Because, you know, if you're telling me, if your reading is telling me, like, you're lacking creativity or, mm. you know, you need to, um, you know, go into yourself a little bit more, mm. I'm able to, like, bring a piece together for you that will help promote those things in you and help bring those bring things out of you. you. Yeah, okay. absolutely. Okay. So you was talking about your, your Oracle business. Well, I didn't even write that down. I forgot about it. No, it's, it's all yeah. intertwined. Yeah. <laughs> so do you usually do stuff face-to-face or do you do stuff over the phone or do you, how do you usually do it? Over Zoom? <laughs> yeah, or over Zoom. Um, or my so, old ass over the phone. Over right. The phone. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. Back in my what day. Was, yeah. Back in my day. When they used to do those, like, the, um, well, that was more like, I guess gimmicky like fortune telling. They did. They did. Yeah. 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 Uh, Miss Miss Zimbabwe, whatever the fuck you sure name. Miss who? That's she had a name similar to that. That wasn't her name, but it was Miss Zimbabwe. It was similar to that. Yeah. Miss Zimbabwe. It's not that. I'm not saying it's <laughs> okay. that. I'm saying it's similar. Right. <laughs> I just, I just it's, not saying it's that's that. That's like saying Miss America was trying to read fortune. Like uh, that's the equivalent. Miss, yeah, I guess. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so, um, so, how do you usually do that? Is it more face to face or? Do you um. So now in COVID days, I do offer the option of Zoom or over the phone um, calls. Eventually, the over the phone like FaceTime ones though are gonna have to like cut. <laughs> too many people we know on my number now. So I don't want that. But I um I do try to lean towards Zoom as I'm trying to get like a little bit more professional mm-hmm. around it. Um mm-hmm. I am trying to lean towards like Zoom a little bit more and like uh actually building a website for things. Mm-hmm. Um but at the end of the day, mm-hmm. uh I can do them in person, I can do them wherever. Mm-hmm. Um in person I feel like I get a little nervous about because it People want to come to my house, and I'm like, yo, bro, I didn't do laundry last night. I was in your apartment. I don't think you want to see my mess on the floor. I, I was just about to ask you, do you prefer, like, in person, or do you prefer... Um, if I Zoom? do it in person, I'd rather go to, like, a coffee shop or, like, mm-hmm. meet you at a park somewhere. Yeah. I like to meet people somewhere um, instead of bringing them to my home. That's also safer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, you know, oh, for people who cool. I know, obviously, come over, let's hang out, let's, mm-hmm. you know, do whatever. Mm-hmm. But, um, but people that I don't know, person, yeah, right? people I don't know, especially like, you know, obviously it's a little weird being a female with guys coming over. It's just weird, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I do prefer the Zoom. Zoom has come in handy. Um, it's also nice too, like I do in my like Facebook Live. So, mm-hmm. uh, you post my link for my Facebook. Oh, yeah, I'll be doing uh, mm-hmm. some live ones on Instagram and on Facebook, and those are helpful too. And I've still been able to help people the same way. I was a little skeptical at first. Because I felt like, oh, like you need to be in the room with the person to feel their energy. But uh, phones are a portal, man. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, it's weird. Mm-hmm. Like, phones connect you to people in a different kind of way. And I never realized it until I started doing these readings where I was like, wow, you really are connected to people in a different kind of way. It's about what's in it, bro. Everybody gives their energy to their phone. It's the camera to you, Demar. It's about what's in it, bro. <laughs> there are literally crystals in your phone. Think it's a game. Look, look it up. <laughs> She's right. There's crystals, there's because anything made from the earth can be called a right. crystal essentially. Right. Like, but, but yeah, but they are literally crystals. Yeah. Yeah, they're made to remember things. That's what crystals do. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So we discussed your jewelry business a little bit. Mm-hmm. You also are a very great cook. I know this personally because I just ordered pots leaving from you and they were fucking amazing. <laughs> so is that how you say it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did I say it? Oh, yeah, oh, you okay. got him. <laughs> Sometimes, you know, that'd be 50 50. Yeah. Hell yeah. So. so, what's your plan? Because you 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 do music a little bit from time to time and then yeah. you do your jewelry business, how is the food business implemented into that? So, I personally don't like nine to five jobs. I think that they're. <clears throat> I think that it's just a waste of my energy and time when I can literally make money from home. <laughs> 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 when I can literally make money from home. Um, so basically I was like, my mom needed some help with making money and, you know, I've been cooking with her since I was a little kid and I was like, you know, well, why don't you make food? Like, let's make food. And I was like, 
you know, if you need help, I can be here. But I mean, I can't be here 100% of the time, mm -hmm. but I can help you. And so I was like, okay, like, let's do it. And it just kind of picked up from there. Like, okay. it was like, kind of cool, because it was like, okay, like, this is something I'm used to making, and Fatalijos, I've been making those since I was a little girl. Right, right, um, right. And my dad and my grandmother were teaching me how to make them. So I was like, at the end of the day, like, my grandmother also taught my mom how to make food. Yeah. Like, even though it wasn't her child, like, she still taught her. Right, um, right, right. So it was like, okay, bet, like, let's bring her presence alive by making food. Mm -hmm. um, and people love Papalijos, and I was like, chicken wing dip, Papalijos, fire, and I was like, let's do it, like, mm -hmm. it just all worked out really well. So it's more like, basically, it's more like a family business, definitely. Yeah, okay. yeah, definitely, it's definitely it's not me start. solo. Um, I've done solo stuff before, like, to help people, but I want to, like, make the vegan ones, mm -hmm. um, but other than that, no, it's definitely, most part, it's yeah, it's definitely family-based. Okay, okay. Um, do you guys have a name for it, or y'all just... Um, we are going? still working on that, um... You know, at the end of the day, we just at first it just started as we just need a little extra money for Christmas time, mm -hmm. and then I was like, well, why don't we make an actual thing? Like I got photo shoots taken of our food, like our food, mm -hmm. and yeah. we did it professionally. Beautiful photos, like, by the way. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, I was like, you know, let's just put a name on it and like let's get the show on the road, which is coming soon. Guys. Okay. It's coming okay. Soon. <laughs> We're working. <laughs> okay. On top of all that other stuff, music, jewelry, food. You are also a show promoter. That's yeah. basically what I come with me and you yeah, do yeah. from time to time. So what? How does that play into your day to day, basically? So that is where my all my creativity comes out because mm. I'm like, yo, because I go to different shows and don't get me wrong, they're great. I I love the shows in Buffalo. Mm. Buffalo has great shows, but I feel like sometimes they lack a little bit of substance. I feel like they do need to change up a little bit and things need to go. Mm -hmm. You know, add something different. Add something that kind of attracts more of a crowd. Um, yeah. And more of like different people, I would say, like right. not like the same people all the time. Mm -hmm. um, do something that kind of appeals to other people. So I was like, you know what? I can throw events. And again, my family, my grandmother used to throw events all the time. Mm -hmm. My dad loves oh, so throwing parties, and I was, like, you, I was like, I was like, let's go. Yeah, like I could be an interior decorator in the kitchen. Okay. So yeah, I love that shit. Okay. All right. Yeah, me, Michaela and I usually uh, do shows together for the most part. I helped you with a couple. She yeah, helped yeah. me with a couple. It's you learn a lot from going to other people's shows, and like she said, they're great. But you learn what you can improve. Yeah, from absolutely. watching other people and what they did. Yeah, Maybe notes. not the greatest. <laughs> what they yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're great. great. Like, I feel like it's like everyone has their level of doing things. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. You know, some people may have lacked a little bit of creativity with it. Some people just are like, yo, I really need some money right now. Yeah, and the best way to that, do right. it is to just throw a show. Right. And, and it's like, fine. yo, respect. Right. Like, do what you got to do out right. here. But I was like, you know what? I can I can do that, and because I had the time to kind of get creative with it, mm -hmm. why not get it's creative not a rush, with right? it? It's yeah, not it's not a rush. rush. I can I can sit here and plan a show for a year and not say and nothing long, and just yeah. sit there and just plan in my head. Mm -hmm. And I can be like, I mean, technically I kind of have more. That's a that I'm about was to say a, that. Do you have that was like a foreshadow for the future? I have been planning a show, but obviously okay. COVID happened and a lot of other things happened. So I was like, at the end of the day, like, damn, I can't do what I wanted to do. So now that I have time, because fuck the nine to fives, mm -hmm. I was like, we're out here. Like, I'm about to do some crazy show. Mm -hmm. It's going to be so exciting. And I'm so excited to show everybody once it's all put together. <laughs> yeah, COVID definitely should have. I had like, I, we talked about it. I had like five shows planned. Yeah, yeah. COVID should have only crazy. We still got a couple of shows. Well, I mean like. Um, my show, okay. Like, not just you still going. Did a couple yeah, shows. I went and performed, but yeah, I didn't. Yeah. it wasn't my. It show. wasn't like we put the shows together, yeah, which again, great. I love performing with people, but some people are a little unorganized, and mm -hmm. I like to, I like to be the example rather than just like t telling people like, yo, this is what you should do. I'm like, yo. right, well, you could just do it. Yeah, like so I could just do it, yeah. and then when people yeah. are like, yo, how did it go that smooth? I can be like, this is how it went. Mm -hmm. But I want to yeah. be able to show people rather than just tell people. And it's the thing, like you gotta you gotta be mindful of the talent that you have performing. You Absolutely. gotta be mindful of food and how many people are coming in and stuff like that. And Hell yeah. I've noticed people don't always pay attention to each thing. Not saying we don't fuck up, me and her didn't fucked up and oh, we, yeah. we in the middle of a show like, okay, how we gonna fix this right now? <laughs> oh my God. Like, oh shit, I forgot this or something like that. But yeah. just being mindful and it goes back to being mindful. Being mm -hmm. mindful and just 
making sure you're paying attention to each thing you're doing and, yeah. and paying attention to each detail. It'll come out as best as you want it to. Right. Well, also, too, it's like we're good at getting back together at the end of shows and being like, okay, but, you know, from a perspective of not being like, oh, my God, it was a great show. We made money. Like, let's go. What went wrong? Oh, like, what went what wrong? wrong? Like, yeah. what, what could we improve on for yeah. next time? What went well? Yes. But also, what went wrong? What are things that went wrong that were in our hands and what were things that went wrong that yeah, were out of our hands? Right. So, and how can we combat both of them in different ways mm. so that... It all still flows very nicely. Like, if it wasn't in our control, what was something that we can do to prevent that next time? Right. Or, like, how can we can we hire more people to be there for when those things happen? Right. Exactly. I agree that that's, like, the best way. Trial and error, really, when doing shows. I agree that it's the best way. It's trial and error when you're doing shows, okay? You learn from other people. You learn from your own mistakes. You learn from their mistakes. Hell yeah. that's your done. Divine also does a slew of shows. Hell yeah, yeah. Her shows are Awesome shows. So... You do music. Mm-hmm. You're an amazing artist, a beautiful voice. You make jewelry. You you do oracle readings. You make food with your family. You're a show promoter with me and on your own. Yeah. What is, is there? You don't need it, but is there, some, is there other stuff that you do on top of all those things? Um, or so, that you plan on doing? Yeah, so right now I'm Everything in just a... Fall? <laughs> <laughs> right now I'm kind of in a... Uh, I guess hermit state is what people like to call them. Okay. I like to, cause I'm I'm still trying to figure out like what my niche is. Like I like doing those things and I love doing them and I like having fun. But that's like, you know, my fun. That's what I do to make a little extra money she on said the side that's and light, have fun. Bro. <laughs> yeah, like that's, that's light work. Light. <laughs> No, I mean, it's work. It definitely is work. (laughs) But, I mean, what do I do when I'm not making bracelets? What am I doing? Like, I'm not making fucking jewelry 24-7 in a day. You could. I could. I could. But would I enjoy it? Not really. And I want to give you the best intention with every piece I sell you. Mm -hmm. But, on the side, and what... At the end of the day, what's going to make me the real money? Like, where am I going to get the real money from? And not saying I can't do it with my business. Not saying that at all. But while I'm still building my business, what can I do on the side that's going to give me consistent good money? Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm actually working on, like, health and nutrition right now. Um, I have been for the past three years, been doing research, been triangulating, and my own body is my workforce, I guess you can say, Um, because I've struggled. Trial and error with yourself. Yeah, like, I'm like, yeah, like, this is me. Like, I refuse to work with other people right now until I can show that I did it. Um, So that's where I'm at right now. and it's it's been a journey. It's been three years of a great journey, and I I wouldn't regret anything. So what is what is some stuff, what is some stuff that you learned in your journey with health and nutrition like that? Maybe some stuff that you can debunk yourself, or maybe some stuff that you know for sure works. What's some stuff that you learned on your on your journey? Calories in versus calories out. Ooh, okay. What's that? That is the key here. Okay. I mean. You have all these different diets, and I'm not saying that they're not good. I'm not saying that you shouldn't do them. But do what sounds reasonable to you. Mm. If someone, if you love meat, and you love eating meat and cheese, Mm. don't go on a vegan diet. Why would you do that to yourself? Why would you force Mm. yourself to do something that you know you don't eat? Um... Because it should be sustainable. It should be something that you can wake up every morning and be like, boom, like this is what I'm going to eat and this is what I like to eat. And, and you're I enjoy not disgusted this. either. Right, right, yeah, right, like, because right, right. I remember getting into this and I was like, oh, like, I'm just going to eat vegetables all day long. And I'm like, <laughs> that's nice enough. <laughs> I like some substance to right, right, right. Let me get a burger. I want to eat something else. So yeah, I was right. like, so I was like, yo, like I can, I can still eat healthy and just eat more vegetables just mm-hmm. add more vegetables to your plate mm-hmm. instead of adding that extra you know serving of pasta what can you do to add vegetables to mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. what can you do to add another substance filled thing because at the end of the day it's like yeah not all calories are the same which i want to make sure that that's put out there okay. not all calories not are the same just because i said calories in yeah no just because i say calories in calories out like <laughs> 
you gotta watch the, the other one. I put it, it's a lot of shit in there. Hell yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, just because I say calories in, calories out doesn't mean go eat a cupcake instead of having a meal. Because, <laughs> sorry, Steve. <laughs> um, no, because it's like, now what is that cupcake doing in your body? Um, what is that nourish in your body and what is it helping you do later? Because at the end of the day, food is fuel. Mm-hmm. Food is meant to give you the substances that you need in order to live, in order to live a healthy life. So what can you eat that you like, that you enjoy eating and putting in your mouth every day, that is going to give you the proper nutrients that you need? And it's, if that's meat for you, that's meat for you. If it's not meat for you, then it's not meat for you. Okay. But being like, yo, uh, you should absolutely do a keto diet is like, yo, if it's not something <laughs> right. that fits you, yeah. then don't, don't do, do it. it. <laughs> yeah, right. That makes sense. And that's yeah. easier for you to quit because you're like, mm-hmm. this shit yeah. is disgusting. Exactly. Know. And that's where you get those yo-yo right. diets grocery stores. Right. My, right. my main tell, thing I tell people is just shop out around the edges of the grocery store. Don't go mm-hmm. into the middle section. You need bread? Okay, that. Get your bread. Whatever, mm-hmm. wherever that is in your store. Go to that section. Get your crackers or the little things that you know are healthy in the middle. But really just focus on the edges of the store. Okay. Because that's where the nutrition stuff is. Oh, wow. Okay. So is that like something that you found out? Oh, shit. Yeah, I yeah. No, like that. that's a, no, that like, because that's where you're most of your, like, when you think about a grocery store, the layouts nine times out of ten are... Your produce is going to be when yeah, right around the edges. Yeah. Your meat is going to be around the edges. Mm-hmm. Your cheeses are going to be around, around the, the edges. edges yeah. Everything that sh- is going to actually nourish your body around the edges of the store. Right. The middle part is just marketing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The aisles. And shit. Yeah, okay. yeah, absolutely. Okay. Is there is there any stores that you and well in in the Buffalo area that you specifically go to, or is it like what? Um. So I really, I mean, right now, because I live in the area, I go to Price Right, because it's cheap, because I'm literally across the street from it, mm-hmm. So uh, and it's cheap, it's, oh my god, it's so cheap, but I also like to go to the Tops right there on Niagara, they have okay. some of the best produce, That's a nice time and too. they have all of the, like, my tropical fruit, because I'm bougie, <laughs> but... You don't have to get tropical fruit. <laughs> um, but uh, I guess sometimes I go to Lexington, but if I've never been to Lexington, it's it's, it's definitely. I'm sorry to say, it's definitely for all white people. It's definitely uh, not okay. meant for your everyday like college student. But it's uh, worth it. It's definitely worth it. Yeah, no, no, it's worth it. They definitely have great stuff there, and I do go there for like the things that I want that I normally wouldn't no, get from any other store okay. mm-hmm. um, because I do try to follow a mostly plant-based diet. Mm. Um, so yeah, so they just kind of have all the like bougie shit that like tops and that doesn't have. But mm-hmm. yeah, I go grocery shopping pretty much anywhere. I go to Aldi's too. Like, you know, wherever so I don't cheap. Just, just make sure you're being cognizant of what you're purchasing. Absolutely. Okay. I don't think it matters on the store. Like I said, the middle section is just for show, it's just there for the marketing. Mm-hmm. Um, but every store has the same layout around. Yeah, around the the it's the bad shit that you probably shouldn't eat. Right, that's where you're gonna find your chips and all those uh, marketing candy bar things. That uh, it's candy. I don't. I, it's, you might call it a granola bar, but it's candy. It's uh, nothing but yeah. sugar. Yeah. I call it a candy bar. Sorry, because <laughs> that's what it is. Okay. Sorry, Devon. <laughs> 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 Yeah, no, like, and I'm not saying that she all of them are bad. I'm just saying a nine times out of ten, <laughs> like they're gonna be like, yeah, there's protein and there's this in there and yeah, there's all, all these sugar. healthy things. But then if you open up the thing and look at the sugar, it's like 32 grams of sugar, right. and you're like, fuck, bro. And yeah. like, how else do you make all this just stick together? <laughs> right, <laughs> like sugar. <laughs> No, it's not a natural fix. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Is there anything else like that? Because you know I need it. Is there anything else else that you got that you give to the audience and recognize Um, nutrition? One thing I would say, because right now I'm on like a fitness journey. Uh, Nutrition obviously plays a part. But like I said, as long as you're eating a healthy diet and you're eating mostly just real food and not processed, you want to look a certain way, like bodybuilding and... But I mean, I'm still studying all that right now. Right. Um, that's where I'm on to right now. So far, it's just been trial and error of like debunking and stuff. Um, but I would say the next thing that is most important is just get your body moving. Okay. Get your body moving because no matter what it is, I don't care if it's just yoga. I don't care if it's just walking. Mm-hmm. Get your body moving. One because it helps with digestion. Um, 
so many people are telling me like, oh my God, I just can't, you know, I'm a little TMI. I just can't use the bathroom a little bit. Like I'm having problems with digestion. I'm having issues. Maybe it's my nutrition. Maybe it, but it's like, no bro, because you're eating and you're laying down. Like uh-huh. you're eating and you're just going to go and sleep it off. And that shit just sits in your stomach. And right. it, like, you need to work it through your body. Like you need to move mm-hmm. your body around. And I've noticed that after a workout, like, is the best time. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, you go straight to the bathroom. Like, yeah. because you've worked that food throughout your body. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, just keeping yourself active. Um, you know, for my ladies out there, lift weights. Don't mm-hmm. let people tell you that lifting weights is going to make you huge. That does not happen. And if a nigga get too loud, slam them on the ground. Period. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> are, are you supposed to promote? No, I don't. <laughs> That's why I said I was playing. <laughs> <laughs> Just making sure, you know. I gotta mark these videos something. <laughs> the, one, the, the, one, the one nigga that was gonna sponsor us, he's like, nope. Yeah, yeah, that's like, okay, that's never mind. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, weights, um, unless you're doing like progressive overloading where you're just adding more and more weight to it. I like, I know what that is. I got you. (laughs) Progressive overloading is when you're just adding more weight to it and just doing less reps. Unless you're like doing that vigorously in the gym, you're not going to bulk. Um, it's actually really hard to gain muscle like that. Um, and you also need to eat a certain kind of diet to be able to lose the body fat percentage around that but if you're just hitting the gym and you're like okay but like i'm gonna lift like a little bit of weights that's actually better for you because it keeps the weight off uh long term okay uh because muscle is going to help burn fat yeah um so you just want to get gain muscle just so would you would you say when you go to work out is it better to do like more variety throughout each day or like what what would you recommend mostly for people? Um, so personally right now, I'm, it's hard for me to recommend much. Right now, I'm, it's hard for me to recommend much of anything because yeah. I do CrossFit training twice a week. Okay. Um, oh, and that's that crazy. is, <laughs> yeah, like, that's, that's like right, right. multiple different kinds of forms of workout. You're running, you're lifting, you're doing all different mm-hmm. kinds of things and yeah. it's great. Um, but it's also high, you know, high risk high of injury. Yeah, injury. Yeah, like that's high, high impact. impact. Yeah. If you're a person who can't do high impact, then you know, go walking, go maybe run, maybe, but I would be careful too with that, that because on the person that's now. hitting, you know, foot to pavement and that can be yeah, a little Steve. bit strenuous. Let me know I'm a fucking goof. Listen, my ankle already hurt and I didn't even do anything. So. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, if your thing is, yo, I want to go swim, go swim, go take a class, go just move your body. Um, I would say if you're trying to reach a certain goal is when it comes in like, okay, should I do more cardio? Should I do more of this? Like, yes, obviously add cardio into your workouts. Okay. Um, but if your goal is to really like gain and tone muscle, um, you should be lifting. You should also be lifting and that should be a bulk of your workout. Um, cardio, it works. Yes. It helps you lose fat. Um, but it's not like you have to be on the treadmill for an hour. Right. Go on the treadmill for 15 minutes. Warm up on the treadmill for 5 minutes. Mm-hmm. But um, you don't need an excessive amount of cardio, I would say. Okay. So for, for variety for the average person is probably the best the best. Yeah, ever. yeah, definitely. Okay, dope, dope. So is there anything else that you want to school us on? Um, I don't know. We've learned a lot of shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, okay, Divine said, what's my favorite workout? Oh, um, okay. I love CrossFit training. Um, I recommend it to everyone. Mm-hmm. I think it, it brings you to a point where you're so athletic in everything mm-hmm. that like, I mean, in, as I did my research and doing like watching videos and stuff of like different kinds of training, like take on the same work, like CrossFit trainers and CrossFit like athletes mm-hmm. were showing the best performance. They were mm-hmm. still able to lift heavy. They were still able to do the athletic things Mm -hmm. the body form is what i would say is like your standard body form that gets to get built Mm -hmm. with crossfit training Mm -hmm. um you're not bulking a certain area you really are creating like the perfect athletic body um and i like crossfit just because i hate running you know i hate running and crossfit like it's very minimal running like sometimes one day like you might throw in like a lot of running but Mm -hmm. i like it because it's not like 
I'm on the treadmill for a half an hour trying oh. to fucking lose weight and I got all these skinny people running next to me right, right, right. outrunning me like a motherfucker but <laughs> I exceed because I'm like yo like I'm strong like mm. I can lift shit and I love lifting stuff and mm. I feel like a bad bitch when I do it. Like, <laughs> you know what? Like it's so many girls are like, oh my god, I don't want to bulk and I'm like, no bitch. Do it, right. Do, do that it. shit because when do you're it. next to a guy in the gym and he's like lifting something a little bit lighter and then you pull out a hundred and thirty-five mm. pound weight up to you like doing a deadlift, it's mm. like Yo, deadlift? Oh yo, listen. <laughs> listen. Period. No. That's dope, though. That's dope. Thank yeah. you so much for, for all that. Cause that's don't shake me. I think yeah. if I was over there, like, struggling, yeah. then I'd just seem like... I'm telling you, I love it. it so <laughs> Hold on, wait. <laughs> like, I'd be like, you got different weights than me. Oh, like, like, yeah. like, 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 you got girl weights. You start a weight. No, 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 Yo, bro, can you spot me? They'd be like, Yeah, I got you. Like, let's do it. Because <laughs> they enjoy working out. Yeah, <laughs> they like, enjoy that shit. Right? And they enjoy watching people see results. Like, right, yeah. it's so fun because and that's another reason why I like CrossFit is because it's the only sport where the person who's finishing last mm. is getting the most cheers. Mm. Like the person okay. who's struggling the hardest, and it's me. That's me. <laughs> the person who's struggling the hardest, me is the one who everyone's like, yo, like, you got it, like, keep going. And it's good. like, yo, I love it because it boosts your confidence so much more. And I feel like that's what you really need when you're doing this is just the confidence. So are you are you in a class of people or is it yeah. just you? Okay. Yeah, okay. so the way that my trainer does it, which, you know, hit my boy up, join Armada gang, you know. Okay. Um, I'll put but, the link in the description. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I didn't know there was gangs and crosses. Yeah. <laughs> no, that sounds dangerous. Funny. Just niggas choking you up. No guns. He's just running down on you. He's like, I hear running. I'm sorry. I'm good. hilarious. So I want to transition real quick. We was talking about music in the beginning. I want to transition real quick a little bit back to So we, we, me and you do shows and stuff like that. How do you feel about performing? I like performing. Okay. Um. I enjoy it. I just don't, again, some of the shows I've been in with the city, just because we are still growing and people are still learning, mm -hmm. um, it's been a little, like, rocky, I would say. Um, oh, really? You said what? I said, oh, really? I was, I was just saying, like, hard in <laughs> Buffalo? Yeah. <laughs> It's just a little rocky because people, um, I feel like again, it's the intention. So again, if you're throwing this show to just make some extra money and to kind of just do whatever and have like play around with it, mm -hmm. a lot of times the show doesn't um, go as smoothly as it could because yeah. there's not as much thought put back into it. Right. Um, so I've been a part of quite a bit of shows where it was like super uh, unprofessional and like yeah. unorganized. And it kind of, after a while, just gets tiring because it's a lot of energy taken out. Um, especially when someone wants you to sit at a show for hours past the time that you were supposed to perform. Oh, really? And it's like, yo, bro, I get up at 6 o'clock yeah, in the morning. Yeah, like, I okay. have a life past this performance right. shit, yeah. and I don't want to do this now. <laughs> like, <laughs> Payment is also... <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's that definitely like, you know, especially when I'm doing it for free and I got all this energy I'm throwing right. into this, you know? Yeah. Or I'm doing it where people like want money for you to perform, or when people like don't want to pay you, but or they do pay you, and it's like you know I'm gonna just toss you like ten bucks, like here you go, have a great day. And it's like, I'm like yeah, I, I was talking to Marl yesterday, and he was like he made a point similar to that. It's like I'm not. He's like I ain't been valued at ten dollars an hour since I was in high school. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. so yeah. you're gonna like I, at a regular job or my or my personal shit. Yeah. So you're not gonna pay me anything less than twenty or anything yeah. less than twenty five dollars an right. hour. And, and I, I respect like, that. Yeah, and I feel like it's like it depends on how I feel like it should be discussed with the artist like, okay, do you wanna be paid per song? Do you wanna yeah. be paid per hour? Honestly, I'm starting to get to the point where I'd rather be paid per hour. Mm -hmm. Um because 
yo, sometimes I'm sitting at these gigs for five, six hours. And you can't leave because you ain't got your bread yet. Yeah, yeah, like, right, you can't leave because you haven't performed yet, or, you know, you're mm -hmm. waiting for, because the set list now changed, or okay. someone mm -hmm. doesn't want to stay, so now they got to go up first. Or and now you're waiting to jump in and perform. Yeah, like, so it's like... <laughs> that wasn't originally supposed to perform. Right, right, right. Yeah, and that's what I... got a lot of beef. Yeah. It's not like that. In the tech side. <laughs> they cool over here on the tech side. We all chilling over the tech, yeah, They tell me what I need to do. I tell <laughs> But see, I've even seen, though, like, with tech, when it comes down to, like, for shows... Like when you're prolonging the set list and prolonging the show and making people wait and there's all these technical difficulties because you didn't prepare. Mm -hmm. Right. Not saying, you know, obviously things happen. Shit yeah. happens. We yeah. don't know this. But that is why it's up to you as the person making the show to prepare for it and yeah. be ready to hit be hit with those things. Don't, you know, make people wait an hour, two hours in between because mm -hmm. you didn't have something set up. Mm -hmm. um, because now it's like, yo, my energy and my time is being taken. At this Another point. thing, too, we ran into this issue a few times at some point. Uh, your DJ and the people that's, you know, work, working in music, when people about to perform, you don't want those lulls in between songs. Yeah, yeah. That's very, like, that, very, that throws off the whole energy of the, of the, of the It room. definitely does. And I've definitely ran into them issues before. It's, that's, you definitely don't want that. Either. Right. And I, I would say my last comment about it is um, being a singer, and especially being like an R&B singer mm. and a soulful singer, um, it's kind of weird because... Some people don't know how to place shows. Like, they don't know how to place people in the set list. Mm -hmm. So, like, they'll, like, throw all of the R&B artists, like, in the middle of the set list. And I'm like, so you're just having a big sleep period in the yeah, middle yeah. of the fucking set list. Yeah. And it's like, turn up, turn up, turn up, get everyone's attention sleep. in the beginning. Yeah, and it's like, sleep. Slumber. And then, turn up, turn up, turn up. <laughs> and it's like, yo, that's just not good business. Because yeah. now those artists that you just got to sit here for six hours because you're not prepared uh now like their their performance isn't even what like what it should have been because you also didn't make a good set list for them yeah. that can help them now does so is that why you don't does that alter your feelings about performing because of how things are in the town and shit like that um, all the time yeah i definitely have been a little bit more conscious about mm -hmm. just being like yeah i'll do the next show like because I was at one point where I was like, yo, I want to be in every show possible out mm -hmm. here. But now I'm like, yo, sometimes it's actually better to really just sit back and watch. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes, happens, yeah, yeah, like I've been letting myself do that a little bit more because it kind of has given me the chance to be like, okay, well, I'm not letting them do that to me during my mm -hmm. show. Or I'm not letting them do that to me during my show. And mm -hmm. coming from like, you know, originally when I was performing, I was performing with choirs. Okay. And I was taught the professional side first, mm -hmm. which was, yo, you get in, you rehearse, you do a sound check, mm -hmm. and then you sit in that the back and kind of, yeah, that does not exist in this, in this industry <laughs> right no, now. No dry like, rooms? Uh, none of those. So you and, just get the mic and you just got to hope. Yeah, oh, yeah oh, and that's oh, where oh, a, lot of the, a lot of the problems start to lie because now I'm sitting here and I didn't get a dry run. I didn't get a chance to see what I sound like on the music and mm -hmm. if something has to get turned up or turned down. And most of the things nowadays, it's like, yo, we're recording, we're getting audio, we're getting visual. So, like, yo, you want to make sure that when you're getting audio and visual and stuff like that, like, you want to make sure that the sound in the back or the sound of the music a person's singing mm -hmm. over is not louder than them. Okay, um, yeah. mm -hmm. Especially because a lot of these scenes are party scenes. Mm -hmm. So, like... You want to be able to hear both well, equally. Uh, a lot of the drill rappers like that shit, though. Yeah. 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 They and like it I'm not a drill rapper. Yeah, she's not, she's not a drill rapper. You know, no, no, I'm just saying. No, I'm not a drill rapper. It's, 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 a, it's a... Do that for their drill. set list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not for mine. So... Um, and that's why those, those sound checks are important. Mm -hmm. So, speaking of, like, singers and rappers yeah. and stuff like that. Where are we at? Yes. Uh, no, I was just saying... What? I was saying when we really had on the thing. The last question. Yeah, the no. last one. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm following what the What are you doing? Because you, you was ready to be like, other than, and I'm like, we at the last part. Oh, where, 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 unless you was freestyling? 
if you let me finish. Oh, my fault. You got it. Speaking <laughs> of singers and rappers and things yeah, like I that. I, I got it. I was confused. How do you feel rappers and singers are treated differently? <laughs> he, he's acting like that, but we've been industry. on the last question. Or, so I just, oh, no, he asked God, about the yeah, yeah, Rick, give it the program. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was following So, If you do, but again, yeah. like how many? Well, I know what you yeah, mean. Yeah, like how many of yeah, us are just doing that? But, yeah. but in yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, there are so many different. Sorry. No, you could. There yeah. are so many different styles of music yeah. that that could very well work. Yeah, absolutely. But it's just she's saying that people are unwilling to do what works for her. Some yeah. artists are Some artists. unwilling. Right? And what I'm also saying too is like at the end of the day, if I'm gonna put in more work to become a little bit different out of my element, mm -hmm. then I should be getting paid for that. Mm -hmm. um, I'm coming out of my element to be able to meet you in your element. Then. Then I should be getting paid for that and an adamant amount of money because now I'm taking extra time out to try to figure out how I can fit around you. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. But also, too, like in the same sense, I would say if you do want to do a sound like that, then have that as a discussion. Mm -hmm. Like, hey, I know we have two different sounds. Can we work on doing something creative about that? Right. Like, can we work with that? Can we do? Don't just look at me and be like, when I know what kind of music you listen to, like, I literally have to time go, have you heard me? <laughs> have you listened to my music right. but also like this is where i was getting to before like yes those singers can hop on that trap beat those singers can hop on that drill beat but is it developing them as a singer in the sense of their vocal range mm -hmm. and where that they can get themselves to because those singers those soulful singers like yo i want to riff like a motherfucker yeah i want to be able to build my riff and i started realizing that the more i was putting myself in the scene of rap music a little mm -hmm. bit more i started changing myself as an artist and i was okay. like i don't like this like yeah. this is not 
what I want to do. This isn't my sound. This isn't what I want to sound like. It's a collaboration. So right. Yeah. You shouldn't have to change Whether it's too a feature much. or not. Right. Right. And so I notice, like, like, I mean, now I'm trying to rebuild what I had before, which is I was able to riff a certain way. I was able to hit certain vocals. I was able to hit a certain certain vocal range and get full sound there. But now that I haven't really practiced in that range because I'm trying to fit around a certain sound, it's gone. Like I've lost some of that sound. And okay. now I'm like trying to go back to the drawing board and get that and back. And fix it. Okay. Yeah. So you feel like, do you feel like just certain, not everybody, but like certain rappers or artists aren't being as considerate as they should be when they're asking for features and things like that. I wouldn't even say about just like considerate. I would say just study music a little bit more. Okay. Um, okay. I would say just develop yourself in music a little bit more. It's not anything wrong with trying to mash those two sounds, but no music so that you can do it properly mm-hmm. without completely butchering it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you want to know how to play with certain things like that. And that's where, like, you know, people are like, yo, you don't have to go to school for music. No, you don't have to go to school for music. But, do you but school can help you right. get to that level where you're able to be like, yo, I'm going to take this rap artist and put them with this soulful artist. Right. And, like, I can do that because I know music and, and I know how sound works. And if you're not going to go to school for it, do your research. Right, exactly. Yeah. Do don't just sit right on there. what you don't know. Right. Try to learn something. Right, right. right. Yeah, right. right. Okay, so is there anything else that might... You might not be too happy about it, but the, <laughs> I, I know I'm digging it. The only comment I oh, okay. will leave here was see, see. <laughs> and this is mostly for male rappers. Okay. Um, okay. And you know, singers who are women. Uh, don't be creepy. Mm. Don't invite me to your studio session just because you want to talk. Mm. Don't invite me to your studio session late as fuck at night because mm. you want me to be up in your building. No, that, that's don't male rappers and anybody males. Like, <laughs> yeah, don't just don't be creepy. And male rappers do that to everybody. Right, right. Just like the studio. No. Yeah, like 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 don't ask me a woman of all things, and you as a man don't ask me to hop in at your studio session at ten o'clock at night. I'm mm. not going. I'm sorry. Do an adamant time that actually I feel safe and mm-hmm. I feel like I am in a place that I can still, you know, catch a bus outside mm-hmm. or go do what I got to go do for the day. But the Paris is not a good place to have your studio. Right, like. <laughs> Wait, what if you have a studio in yes. the Paris? Niggas have studios you in the Paris. You been to a studio in the Paris? <laughs> you bold. <laughs> Niggas have stews in the hey. I'm not talking too much. Hey, you wild. Niggas, I didn't say I was doing I know the fairies. I know family in the fairies. <laughs> I've been to know the fairies like back of my hand. I'm never. Niggas, niggas, have, niggas have stews in places like the fairies in Montana. And <laughs> like uh, Monta- well, Montana's okay. Is it? I live right next to Montana. Okay. <laughs> Just because you, you live next down. to it. You, <laughs> you, you good. You shouldn't have to keep your head down. That should be the natural that should be the natural movement when you're somewhere oh you don't feel like you, you That's a fact. Keep your head down. Why, why are you walking with your head tall? You don't live around there. That's dangerous. Uh, <laughs> you make emotions. Like, yeah, you like mean? I don't want to go to an area like that. Where are you from? <laughs> and all this shit. He's like, come on, bro. They will ask you as long as you keep your head down and keep moving. I'm just trying to do a song, bro. Where you from? Definitely don't be creepy at all with anybody. Yeah. But Man, especially if you're so trying to creepy, conduct bro. business. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah that's like, awesome. keep, keep it on a business thing. Like if you genuinely are like, yo, I'm kinda interested in her and I am a single woman, which I'm not. If I was a single woman <laughs> right. and you were like, yo, I genuinely like am interested in her, don't make it about business. Like yeah. then, then hit me up on that kind of time. Like, yeah. hey, like I'm interested in you, but I still also want to work with you a little bit. Do you wanna? Is that to okay? Is like, that sound? Is that cool? Right. Like, can right. we meet up in the studio? Can we hang out? Can we make music? Like, great. But say what your intentions are when you first hit me up. Mm. Don't hit me up on like a oh like this is business, mm. but I'm also gonna be kind of creepy and like ask you like <laughs> creepy questions. Well, they probably don't think they're creepy. Well, most, no, most, no, they know they're creepy. Uh, they yeah, know they're creepy, creepy because yeah. why would you hit me up in a business if, thing if you're trying to creep? You know what? You if we're trying to I've, creep. I've, <laughs> and I've heard like numerous stories about niggas inviting women over and they're like, hey. oh, we're gonna work. 
and then yeah, that, I don't know what the movement is nowadays. Yeah, 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 and it don't turn into when it's not work or no work gets done because yeah. it's just very uncomfortable. You're not you're just in a room you, like this, you like, waiting hey, for your like, friend to call you to say that you really have to go right now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> right, right. And <laughs> you know, with that text message like, yeah. it sis, bro. Tell, call me and say it's emergency. Nine one one. I got to leave now. Okay. And that's that's. That's just tainting the industry. Just, uh, yeah, just yeah. And especially, like, yo, if you want other artists to work with you, just don't be creepy. Because, mm-hmm. you know, singers talk in the, in the city. We all talk to each other. Mm-hmm. And yeah. It's like rappers all talk to each other. Like, mm-hmm. we all hang out together and know each other. This city is so freaking small, bro. Mm-hmm. There is nothing that you can do. That is not going to be known. Mm-hmm. That people are not going to talk, talk about. about as well. Like something <laughs> you're not going to do, get away with very much without yeah. someone talking about you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so just move it. You tie your thing. shoes wrong in this motherfucker and let you know that somebody. And if it is a late night studio session and you want the singer to come there, just say that yo, I know it's late. If I if you don't want right. to come, like I get yeah. it. Like be understandable. Like I'm a very understandable person. I'm mm-hmm. not here to be like, yo, you have to do it this way or else I'm like, man. But yo, like, let me know what your intentions are. Just don't be creepy. And if I feel a bad, bad vibe and I tell you I can't make it to the studio session, there's a reason. Well, if if you're gonna have a late session, like some people work and shit like that. Now that's a different conversation. Like, yeah. I can only do sessions between ten and twelve because I gotta work. Yeah. Okay, that's different. But let people know that too. Right. Yeah. And not just be like, yeah, let's, let's you'll slide through at midnight, yeah. bro. <laughs> Wait, 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 and then the kicker is like, and then I pull up and there's like 10 guys in the studio and I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, I'm gonna go home now. Like, right. I'm not, I, I'm like, yeah. friend, call me, Please, call me, right. tell me I gotta go. I never, <laughs> I never understood, I'm gonna go off topic a little bit, I never understood that stigma of having mad niggas in the studio that's not contributing to nothing. Because studio understood. sessions turn into hangout sessions. It's a vibe. It's a vibe. Okay. It's a vibe. And I guess like it does kind of bring out your creativity because you got like you joke around, you're laughing. Like I think about the times that rapper. we've recorded. That's true. We've That's got true. a good time out of it. But if you're paying for the studio session, it's not I mean. your own studio. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what I mean. Bitch, get the fuck out of my studio. Yeah. Like, because <laughs> like when I'm paying, unless I got like features, like it's cool when I'm in the house because this is all my shit. Right. That's fine. We could chill, but right. yeah. When I'm paying and shit, I'm talking about when niggas is paying and they bring their whole squad to smoke and do all that shit. Yeah. You're wasting your time, bro, because right. y'all gonna end up kicking it and talking. I, when I pay, I just go in and get out. Like right. that's just it. And maybe I'm maybe that's not the best way to do it. Personally, but. even when I pay for studio sessions, I still invite my friends mm. who are not artists. It's a vibe for me. Okay. It's more of a, a comfortability, especially right when I record. I don't record with other artists. I don't, there are no artists there unless those artists are on my song. Mm, mm-hmm. Right. So and I, I definitely agree with that. I definitely level of feel like, yeah, mm. it definitely can create a comfortability and you can kind of bring out the creativity in you. But also, like, with me personally, when I record, I don't, I like having my song already, like, ready to go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's not much of a, a vibe check that I really need. Like, okay. I create my own vibe. Right. So at the end of the day, sing, like, right? And what's it. great though, like I will say, what's cool about having people in your studio session is someone to smoke with, is someone to kind of like mm-hmm. be like, like. But when you're bringing your homies to the studio session, like have them know a little bit about music, yeah. have them know a little bit right. about what they're talking about, so that at least like they can be a constructive person. They're criticizing, like, hey, I think you should do it like this, or hey, I think yeah. you should do it like that. I think it's very different. One, when you have somebody else coming to the studio session, mm-hmm. when somebody pays you for a studio session and you got other people in there, that's off the wall. Mm-hmm. That's out of line. And right, studio sessions are kind of short, to be honest. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, if you want to do three songs in three hours and you want any of them bitches mixed, you can be You got yourself. two hours to record. You really need to be focused. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You right. Over, yeah. And but I mean, if you're in there just to like, if it's like your again, your like your studio, you don't really mind like mm-hmm. whatever. You got the baller money to be out here, then fine. Yeah, invite your friends. Oh yeah, if you got the bread, I get the dope. You got the bread. Yeah, do it. Got it. Go out here and do it. But listen, yeah. we, I don't got bread like that. I'm in there to make money, or I'm in there to use my time wisely for the money that I have spent. Mm-hmm. So. And hopefully make money after. I've yeah, done hopefully this, make but, money. You know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I think that's it. This camera is holding up. Are you serious? Wow, that's crazy. No, it's on zero percent. It's Good still shit. going. Twelve minutes and sixteen seconds. Good shit. Okay, real quick. Um, I like to say thank you so much, Michaela, for coming. Her name. Is, I'm gonna I'm gonna make it work. Watch. I'm gonna make it work. All right. Thank you, Michaela, so much for coming. Her name is also Incense. If you're talking about music and business, um, 
That's pretty much all I gotta say. Thank you so much for coming. I really Thank appreciate you. Thank you for having you. me. I had a great time. Rick, I'm glad you're so close. Yeah, I really appreciate you. All right. Um, so this is another episode of the RMP podcast. We appreciate anybody who's listening, either on YouTube or Spotify. I know people feel a lot more comfortable listening on Spotify. I definitely understand that. But with these, you know, more visual episodes, we are gonna start trying to get more active on YouTube with uh, the episodes and maybe even a little like you know something on the side in between and everything. But like Steve said, (laughs) like Steve said, we really appreciate our guest. We hope, you know, be on again Mm -hmm. uh, if she felt like this was fun, Uh, you know. um, And then, you know, anybody else hit us up on our uh, R&P, like R&P anything, really, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Instagram, Oh, my ad thing, baby. Yeah, uh, (laughs) she was a guest on the episode, but uh, like you've seen before, we've done interviews, so if you've got a project coming out, if you've got got, some type of content coming out and you want to talk to us about Mm -hmm. it, or you you just want to be here for the vibe, we might even be able to fit you in for that. Mm -hmm. Uh, But really, this is what, episode 22 at this point? 22, I believe. All right, episode... Made it fucking happen